This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Good evening and welcome to an edition of Road School Moms Live. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and co-founder of Full-Time Families, the resource for your family's full-time RV adventure needs. Uh, as tonight and every Sunday night, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, also a full-time RVM mama to four road schoolers and the creator of RoadTripTeacher.com, your resource for destination-based curriculum and educational resources for traveling homeschool families. Our crew also likes to chronicle our travels over at DiaryOfARoadMom.com, so we'd love to have you follow us over there as well. The Road School Moms team is coming to you one more week from separate locations, uh, but still here in Florida. We're so happy to join you from wherever in the world you are. If you are new to Road School Moms, we want to welcome you this week. We're happy you're here. Um, we want to remind you that there is a chat going on during our live show over at RoadSchoolMoms.com. So if you'd like to come over there and join that chat tango window, we'd love to be able to connect with you, as well as our Facebook group, which is uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Road School Moms. Um, we are there every day of the week for support and encouragement, and would love to have you as part of that group. Um, I want to say a special thank you to all of our World School moms that um, uploaded all kinds of awesome Road School pictures from this week. Kimberly, I've seen yours as well, and um, I love looking at those pictures, right, from everyone's week. I do, and I, I was uh, really excited about the quantity of them. We got a lot of Road School moms uploading their pictures. Uh, Teresa Houston, who, as you know, last week met the president, this week uh, did all sorts of cool stuff in Washington, so it was really exciting to see what she did. I saw that the Felties were hiking and playing with ginormous snakes. Uh, the McGoverns were um, doing painting and fishing and uh, checking out antique vehicles. Um, the James Gang, who we're blessed to be parked next to, we had an awesome week with them doing uh, nature walks and really taking over Ikea for many, many hours. <laughs> and a uh, big <laughs> shout-out and happy birthday to Danae, their oldest, who turned 13 today. We were just able to celebrate and have cake with them um, and uh, celebrate that uh, teen, the teen years, the embarking of the teen years um, with them. So that was a lot of fun. And then my road school week, uh, like like the Jameses, we, we did everything with them. So uh, it's a different take on the same week, but lots of fun. What was your week like, Mary Beth? Oh, my good. Well, as you know, we um, after we seen you, we uh, made our way up the east side a couple of days. And uh, we, we really had a couple of travel days this week, so our road school was a little bit off of our regular routine, but we did get to meet up with another um, FTF family, the Williams, um, towards the end of this week, so we kind of got back on schedule. We actually um, spent some time looking, <laughs> talking about next year's road school curriculum, which is kind of funny for me. You know, I'm not usually this uh, this far out, but we spent a couple of days reviewing and looking at each other's road school um, 
portfolios, I guess, if you will. So that was kind of fun to look and um, to, to sit down with another, you know, family and see what they're doing, especially um, when they have kids your own age, you know, your own ages, as you and I like to do with our kids. So that was kind of fun. We um, we didn't have anything real formal this week. We were um, a little bit off the grid for a couple of days, as you know, so it's just been kind of one of those relaxing weeks for us. We did get to take in a couple of nature walks, though. So it's funny, you and I hadn't talked about this, but we did the exact same thing um, for Nature Day. That's um, my kiddos asked for a, um, a scavenger hunt off the road trip teacher site that we've done many, many times before, but they seem to still love it. So we grabbed the spring scavenger hunt from our learning shop and um, done that over the weekend. So that was kind of fun. That is fun. Uh, you just reminded me of a few things. First of all, I want to mention, talking about picking early curriculum, you and I are going to be broadcasting live from the convention floor at SPEA. If you're not familiar with that, that's the Florida Parent Education Association Convention. Um, we'd love to see you there. So if you're coming, reach out to us and let us know, and we'll definitely connect with you. Um, but we're really excited, and I have been really scoping out, you know, this, I'm going to, I'm going to, make this big reveal I've never been to a homeschool convention before this might come no, as really? a shock to you <laughs> since we ran our own road school convention <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no that's I've funny I've never been to a convention before so I have been picking Sarah James's brain for what to do and how to budget and uh, we've come up with uh, 10 really great tips for how to attack a homeschool convention and make the most of your time energy and finances there, um, and we'll be sharing that. Mayor Beth and I will be sharing that on the radio show. Um, and so uh, that's coming up. So I look for that at the end of the month. If you are coming to SPA, definitely on our Road School Moms Facebook group, let us know so we can connect up there. That's going to be so cool. Um, then, yeah, you know, I want to mention this. Ahead, while, what, but I don't mean to interrupt. I don't want to interrupt you. But while we're talking, you know, um, if you are familiar with FPEA, it is the Florida Homeschoolers Association. Um, if you go on their website, fpea.com, um, and follow the links with about the convention that's later on in in May, um, check out their exhibitor list because what Kimber, one thing Kimberly alluded to, we're going to be talking with some of the exhibitors that week. And if you have run through that exhibitor list, if there's one of those uh, exhibitors that you'd like us to speak with. Or find out for more information from, put that in our chat window um, or um, tonight during the show or even in our Facebook group, and we'd love to have your feedback on that because we are, uh, like Kimberly said, we're going to use that time very wisely while we're over there and um, investigate and research all kinds of information. Yeah, I'm super psyched about it, and um, I just want to break in and say that I just saw another Road School Week just got uploaded to our Facebook group, and it's Darlene Carter's Road School Week and her CV. He had a Make-A-Wish trip to go to Lightning McQueen at Carsland in California. And uh, so she's got pictures of that all in our Facebook group. So if you haven't checked it out yet, it's brand new. Go check it out. I'm so excited for her. I know that was a big thing on our list. She talked about that coming up when we had the Sweetheart Tour in Tampa. So I know they've been counting down for a long time for that Make-A-Wish trip. And so excited for Stevie and her other boys to um, experience Carsland and the whole Make-A-Wish thing. Very cool. Thanks for sharing, Darlene. Um, another thing I want to talk about is, um, you know, we uh, stress a lot about whether we're doing the right thing with our kids. That's a common theme both on the show and in person and with other road school moms. Sometimes we really question whether this is all working. A lot of us follow eclectic plans. Uh, Mary Beth and I both use Time for Learning, but then we fill in with other different um, eclectic curriculum options. And, you know, sometimes 
we don't have the same benchmarks that our public school counterpart kids have to make sure that we're actually reaching our marks. But this Saturday, Tonya woke up um, and said, I want to host a rally today where we do all sorts of stuff for the earth. And I said, well, that's wonderful because it's Earth Day. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, what great timing that you have for that. Yeah, and I want to do it with the James kids. I want all of you to do it. And I know that we have the opportunity to earn Earth Day badges, so I want to make sure that um, these activities that I do help our um, our friends and my brothers earn their Earth Day badges. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Full-Time Families Explorer Club, which is a um, scouting club for both boys and girls ages 5 and up. And uh, every month we have a featured badge and we have a litany of badges that you can earn. It's a whole program geared towards um, scouting and achievements for children who are in the road school life. And so she wanted to help everyone. That was really um, her motivation, to help everyone get their badge. And so she made a list. Her and I wrote a list, and she got her clipboard. And on it was, you know, build fairy houses and pick up trash and make bird feeders. And and she organized the whole thing. And it was so awesome to see Mary Beth. You know, those are the times where I'm like, it's working. It's really working in spite of all my efforts, in spite of everything I do. It's working on its own. (laughs) And, you know, you just get to take that deep breath, right? Yeah, you do. And I think it's a, you know, it's a good reminder to us that um, another thing that we talk about a lot of times here every Sunday night on Road School Moms, and that is um, there's no better way to teach your kiddos than to lead by example. And when you posted that about Sonia this week, I could just see her with that clipboard, just like you do so many times. I mean, anybody that's ever been to a rally with you knows that there's a clipboard not ever far from your side during the rally. And, uh, many other times of how you keep your your uh, life organized. So she has seen that all at home, and that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was really special to me. I was really proud of her, and and as a result of her efforts, they all did earn their badges. So congratulations to all those eight kiddos and everyone else that earned their Earth Day badge this this week. Um, so uh, tonight's show is specifically about loss. And when you go on the road or when you um, decide to follow this lifestyle, loss is inevitable, right? Um, You're going to be pulling away from your friends and family at home and uh, what you know and what is um, comfortable for you at home. And uh, then once you get on the road, you're going to be pulling away from your new friends that you meet. And if you've ever been part of this road school community, you would know that the community is a very strong community and um, that we support each other um, in, a, in, a, in a distinctive way because there's so many distractions that are uh, just um, taken away from our lifestyle uh, because of the simple nature of our lifestyle. And so really I find the greatest benefit of this adventure is the relationships that we can build with one another. And we foster those relationships with our kids, and then it's time to pull out. In fact... Just tonight is our last night with the Jameses. If you've been listening for the last couple weeks, then you know we've been with them for the last couple weeks, and our kiddos have really connected, and um, Chris and I have really connected with Sarah and Jared, and it's going to be really hard tomorrow. Um, So this is not an aspect of the lifestyle that you can really sugarcoat. It's it's something that you have to deal with with yourself and your kids. Um, And so there's that area of loss also. And then... 
as you know, um, there's a loss of uh, loved ones on the road. You know, life goes on, and um, and you you may lose someone in your family. And helping your kiddos deal with loss is one of the greatest things that you can do as a parent. So when Tonya was really struggling specifically with her Mimi, Chris's mother's loss, um, which was really sudden and startling to all of us, she was really struggling with it. And so I went online um, and just Googled bedtime stories to help children deal with loss. And that's how I found The Invisible String by Patrice Carse. And I read the reviews and I knew that this was the right book for us because it dealt with all sorts of losses. There were a lot of people that commented that they had bought the book because their um, husband or wife was deployed and they wanted um, to give their children some peace of mind about that deployment and about that um, physical separation while really honoring the emotional connection that we still all share with one another no matter in the, where in the world we are. Um, so without further ado, I would like to bring on the author of that book, Patrice Cars. Patrice, thank you so much for joining the Road School Moms. Would you please take oh, a minute hi, to introduce yourself? You. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, it's great to uh, to join you all. And um, my name is Patrice Karst, and I am the author of several books. But the one that we're going to be, I guess, talking about tonight is The Invisible String. And um, I'm here, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Would you like to know more about how I wrote the book? We would. We'd love for you to tell us that. Patrice, this is Mary Beth. Welcome to the show. And, yes, we'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about The Best Seller and The Invisible String, as well as where you got the inspiration for this wonderful book. Well, um, thank you. As a matter of fact, he's in the other room. I said, just, you know, give me some time before we go have pizza because uh, um, Mom's doing a radio show. Uh, the inspiration for The Invisible String was my own son. Um He's now 24, and he happens to be with me right now. And um, But he was, when I was raising him, I was a single working mom. And when he would go to preschool, um, he would always cry. And it was so sad. You know, he had like so many children, separation anxiety. And so I started telling him about the invisible string that connected us, that even though I was at work and he was at school, we were connected always by this amazing magical string that's made of love and it would keep us connected. And if I missed him, I could tug it and he'd feel it. And if he missed me, he could tug it and I would feel it. And it so comforted him um, that it was pretty amazing. So some of his little friends started to say, is there really an invisible string? To which I, of course, answered, well, of course there is. And then a friend of mine said, this is such a great concept for a children's book. And, you know, so the idea came like that, and I wrote it, and I sent it off to a publisher, and he said yes, and the rest is really history. Um, but interestingly, you know, the, the book was came out in 2000, and, you know, it sold a few copies here, a few copies here, a few copies here, and, you know, then a few hundred, and then, you know, a couple thousand. And then over the past, I don't know, five or six years, it seems like, as you were mentioning in your intro, the uh, military um, started to use it a lot for deployed families so they'd know that they were always connected even though their loved ones might not be in the same house. And then the next thing I knew, uh, you know, 
hospices were using it for people dealing with death and then therapists were using it for any kind of loss with children and then it became the preferred you know thing for for bereavement um you know the number one you know, i think children's book for bereavement number one or two recently and so you know it just sort of spread and suddenly it became you know a lot bigger of a book than i ever thought it would and it sort of has a grace of its own, and I'm just honored to, you know, see how far it's gone. Well, that is so inspirational, and I know that um, when I found The Invisible String, I was just so thankful that something like that existed, and um, I wasn't looking for something that hammered home the finality of death or loss with my child. I wasn't looking for anything that, you know, I was just looking for something very light and topical and, and that's something that we could just employ in all aspects of our life um, to find peace and comfort. And uh, and we have. And, in fact, my husband was putting the kids to bed tonight and they read the story together as they do most nights. It's been received in the house. So thanks so much for doing that. Thank um, you. So you I love hearing stories like this. Yeah, yeah. So what other responses have you seen from readers of this book? Oh, you know, it's been literally unbelievable. Every day when I wake up and I turn on my computer, I will see another email from another family telling me how this book has had a very profound impact on their life and I'm just each time I say no it can't be you know uh, there's never going to be a letter that more powerful than this and it just struck a chord um I've had letters obviously um and sadly it's very bittersweet to get the letters that I do because they're profoundly um moving but they're very often very tragic and you know um the thing you know a lot of death right children will 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 deal with death it's an inevitability of life is death and whether that death is a grandparent or um their hamster uh you know or or you know they hear about death on on television or the radio because kids hear things you know so you know a lot of the letters i've gotten have been from families that tell me something happened in the family maybe one of the uh child's brothers or sisters passed away or a grandparent just a lot of those stories but then i also get a lot of responses from everything you know from military members from incarcerated parents you know or parents of an incarcerated loved one um and, you know, it's amazing the scope of how important it is to realize that we are connected by these invisible strings. The phenomenon about the book is that adults started buying it for other adults. So you'd see spouses buying it for each other or adult children for their parents or parents for their adult children um or best friends or you know it just kind of keeps going and i think really why it's become so successful is that for children especially they need tangible understandings of big concepts and love is a very intangible concept it's it's something we all know and we feel but for children to have this idea that oh that's what it is it's a connect it's an invisible string that makes me feel this great 
connection to this person that I love. Um, yeah, so many, many different letters. Now, uh, you know, uh, another thing, if you don't mind me, do you mind me going on here? Because I just thought about an interesting aside. Um, no, please do. Okay. Um, the only negative responses, really, that I've ever, um, heard, you know, gotten emails about have been from atheists that got very angry that I used the word heaven on one of the pages. So in this, you know, in an, in in this whole picture book, there's one word, heaven. And so, uh, you know, I've either gotten an email or they've reviewed on Amazon and said, you know, this book is religious. Don't get this book, it's religious. And it's all it's so sad that but it's laughable at the same time because this book is clearly not religious. And so my you know, I, you know, I should know better, but sometimes I feel the need to engage only because if they, you know, if their review or their email or whatever is stopping or their response or their critique is stopping just one child or one family from getting the healing that hundreds of thousands, if not more, um, people have gotten all over the world by learning about their invisible strings, I feel the need to respond. So my response is, look... If, you know, I am not a religious person. My readers are, you know, Buddhists and Hindus and Jews and agnostics and atheists and Christians and Catholics and, you know, pagans and, I mean, every kind of person you can imagine. This is simply a book about love. It's a tangible thing for children to understand that love is an invisible strength. And if if you're worried about that one word, Take a Sharpie. Take a black Sharpie or whatever color you want. Cross off that word. Fill in whatever you want. But for me, the word heaven is just sort of a, I don't think of it in a religious term. I think of it as a as a safe, comforting, universal word that represents the other side. I mean, what am I going to call it? The great black abyss of nothingness? You know, I mean, what, what, what do you want to give a child, right? Like, I, are you kidding me? You, we're not going to. Make it safe, and you know. So it's fascinating to me that in their in their absolute desire to not believe in something, it's almost like they're fundamentalists in their own desire to not believe. So much so that they would, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater because of one word, heaven. So anyway, that's my little soapbox. So for anyone that doesn't like the word heaven, get a sharpie and fill in the, you know with whatever word you your family calls the other side or where animals and people go when they no longer exist here on the earth plane. It's funny you said I mean you were these used the word tangible a couple of times and I have to tell you for me, um of course Kimberly's the one that discovered your book, um, from the two of us. And so um in preparation for you coming on our show tonight, I um reviewed this ki- uh, this book with my kiddos and we actually um interestingly are going through a situation um, with us personally that is not really the death um, or or anything like that, but we have our own situation going on in our household that has my kiddos with a little bit of anxiety. So this is a wonderful book um, for them to review. And I have to tell you, um, I love that you said that there are no age limits for this because I have to tell you that my oldest, who is going on 15, which that's a whole other story. I can't even believe that, but he's going on 15. um, And after reading this book, it was a couple of days, two or three days, and I came back to my computer, and there was a piece of string laying on my desk. And I thought it was funny. 
string because string is not something that I have, and Kimberly knows exactly what I'm going to say. So he lays this piece of string, and I, I picked it up, and I looked at it, and it had been tied in a knot. It was just a little, you know, two-inch piece of string. Yeah, and he uh, decided to tell me that that was, you know, that was, we didn't really talk about it a lot, but I know that's his way. And, um, you know, so he's got Oh, my God, that makes pocket. me want to cry. Yes, I know, you got to right? keep that just, little piece of string forever that. and ever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, don't worry. It'll it'll be a, <laughs> one of those forever so things that I carry with me always. So. Yeah, well, yeah, we all need but, to know that we we. All need to know, and 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 by the way, you know when I do events, you know like school events and and what have you, book signings, I always say to the kids, the invisible string is the realest thing there is. You know, just because it's invisible, don't discount it because it's the realest thing in the whole world. Love is the strongest thing in the whole world. Love is the most important thing in the whole world. And, you know, we really are a planet. We are a world of invisible strings. And in fact, one of the books I'm working on next is going to be The Invisible Web because it's we really are just this web of love, of invisible strings. And, you know, all of our strings ultimately all interconnect. And when we finally one day realize that, that, you know, even our neighbor across the street in some ways, is connected to our invisible string. You know, their brothers, sisters, mothers, you know, a grocery, a pediatrician's neighbor, you know, whoa, wouldn't you know, that's my uncle. You know, we are all connected. We are all connected, and all of our invisible strings go to whatever it is that is the great... Uh, you know, I might call it God and you might call it the source and someone else might call it the universe or the divine or the creator or Lord or, you know, or all goodness. But somehow all this love and all these strings, I think, connect to, to the light and to, to the great source of love, wherever that all, you know, comes from. So it's an interesting, and kids seem to pick up the concept um, so easily you know i never have a problem when i do a kid event i never have any children you know scratching their heads uh, when i say so raise your hand if you know where your string goes to and where did you know oh my cousin my brother my turtle my mother it's you know it's not a hard concept for children for the most part to understand well, Patrice, I just want to say that I love this book as a tool specifically for people who live Mary Beth and I's lifestyle, which is the road school lifestyle where we are full-time nomadic for all intensive purposes, you know, so oh other people God. can understand. I love this. I love hearing about this, that you guys do this. This is fascinating to me. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, and then that we meet and, as I said in the intro, connect so deeply with the other families who have these nomadic spirits, and then we have to move on because, you know, responsibilities or adventures take us in a different direction. And it's just, this is this book itself is just such a wonderful tool for that. Um, oh, to, to, I, you're to right. To encourage that we're all oh, connected. Well, absolutely. And I would imagine that sometimes the kids, when you're in one place, right, they meet kids that are there, but then the families are going in a different direction. So... Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. I uh, that makes me really happy to hear that. 
Um, and I am, after our conversation here, I would love for you to email me information because even though my son is grown now and soon he'll be going back to college, could I get on this thing? Even though I don't have kids, I want to be on the road. I'm a nomad. In fact, I just made a whole Facebook post about the fact that I have such a nomadic spirit and people are always giving me a hard time because I'm always moving. I'm always moving. And they're like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, as long as this body can keep moving, I I like it moving. I like seeing this whole big planet we live on. So I'm really fascinated by what you guys are up to, and I think it's the most incredible thing you could be doing for your children. I think kids that stay put in one place, there's a certain value to that. That's beautiful. That's what the common you know, thing is. But I actually think for for the kind of world we're living in now and I think to have your kids learn what that's like to be on the road and making new friends and being resilient and resourceful and brave and I think it's incredible. I'll let you take well, that thank one, you Kimberly. So much. You're yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to over-talk you. You're speechless. So <laughs> yeah, we are. We are, and, and but we are always happy and willing to have help people cross over. So oh, I don't don't make that a challenge to us. Mary Beth and I have been calling you every day. You on the road yet? Well, I That's want to hear. No, I really want to hear all about this. I I'm just literally I live in a two bedroom place and I just put it on the market. Of course, I got a two bedroom full of furniture, but I'm like, I don't want to pick any one place. I just want to go see what's out there. So anyway, yeah, we'll talk. Absolutely. We'll talk <laughs> yeah, I'll have to send you I'll have to send you a copy of my book, How to Hit the Road. And um, Oh that, my God, please. <laughs> please, please. I want to hear all about it. I love it. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. I will. Very good. Now Patrice has come on tonight and she's offering one autographed copy of the Invisible String. And we are going to open this up not only to tonight's listeners, but to our whole week's worth of podcast listeners. So Mary Beth and I will be picking one name next right. Sunday night for this book. If you want to enter into this drawing, all you need to do is send me an email at Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com and, and tell me one nugget that you took away from tonight's show. Well, let me add one thing. Let me add one thing to to the offer. Um, Let's do one more prize, which is my other children's book, The Smile That Went Around the World, which also has um, a very, very, very co-compatible theme. It's it's about a little boy that does an act of kindness, and his act of kindness goes around the world and comes back to him just when he needs it the most, and he never even knew it was his act of kindness that had started it. Um, so um, why don't we have two prizes, and uh, I'll, I'll sign both books and give them to two different uh, listeners. I love that. Thanks so much for your generosity, and I, I, oh, I'm i excited about that. I was eyeing that other book, too, so I'm excited about that. I can't wait to see her what our lucky listener has to say about that. Now, for those who won't win, of all the people that will apply but won't win, how can they go buy your books? Where should they go? Well, wherever they get most of their books, you know, Amazon, obviously, it's on Amazon, book any bookstore. Um, also, my publisher, and I should have had that ready, but let me see if I can find one of my bookmarks. 
it's on there. But of course, you know, now that I'm looking for my bookmarks, <laughs> which you know I should have right near me, I can't find my bookmarks. So we'll get back to that. But Amazon, any of your local booksellers will have it. You can also come onto my website, of course, and I will be glad to send them off to you, autographed, and that is Patrice at patricekarst.com. So let me spell that. And that's actually a perfect place, you know, because um, the publisher, you won't get it autographed anyway. So we'll just give you my name. It's Patrice, P-A-T-R-I-C-E, at Patrice, P-A-T-R-I-C-E, Karst, K-A-R-S-T.com. Okay, I'm linking that right now to our group. Go ahead, Mary Beth. So I just I'm, I love it that you mentioned your other book, The Smile um, that went around the world. And there was another book that um, caught my attention in your book offerings called The Single Mother Survival Guide. Can you tell us a little uh, bit about that book? Oh yeah, um, that book is out of print now, and I'm actually trying to get another deal for it. Um, but it was oh, I wrote that book because when I was a single mom, and I was a single mom by the way, my son's whole life. I was married when. I had him, but three months after he was born, my husband and I split up. So I was a single mom the entire ride. And when, uh, and this was in the days, by the way, pre-Facebook, pre-Internet, pre, you know, so it was incredibly lonely. I mean, I had no family. I had, you know, I had friends, but, you know, they were <laughs> they were off doing their thing. They weren't moms, and and there I was. I was um, a single mom with a three-month-old and, you know, home every single night, nowhere to go online that you could just even chat or talk. or You can only imagine how lonely it was. And I was the quintessential single mom. My husband was, um, my son's father was uninvolved for many, many years. He got more involved as my, you know, when my son got much older. Um, so there was very little in the way of resources. You know, there were some single mom groups, but ludicrous, I thought, that they didn't offer child care. Um, you know, I was like, why do I need a single mom support group? You know, if I, I get, you know, it was just the most ridiculous thing. And I just began to see that um, there was nothing. There was a few single mom books out there. There were sort of how-to guides, and they were helpful, but I had so much raging emotion about the whole experience, and so I wrote the book that I wished had been there for me. <laughs> I wrote the book that I wanted, and it really struck a chord because it was very irreverent and sort of politically incorrect, and it was like, and very much a cheerleading book for single moms because they are heroic and they do not get enough praise in our society. They seem to be put down more than held up. And so I wanted to cut through a lot of the what I consider BS about, um, you know, just some of the judgments about single mothers, say, such as that their children come from broken homes and, you know, they're broken somehow and they're not going to be okay. And that's just bull. That's just bull, you know. Um, love is what matters. And if your children are raised with love, is it ideal? Would we all like the perfect partner living in our house with us that's taking the kids riding bikes and shooting hopes? You know, of course. Is that always a reality? No. So um, love is what matters. And that was really the theme of the book, but I did it in a very funny way. And, um, yeah, single moms are my heroes. I love them, you know. They, they need a lot more... Um, a lot more good PR than they get because they they are heroes. 
So well said. And I know that you've spoken to a lot of uh, women's hearts that are our listeners tonight. So thank you so much, Patrice, for making the time to come on. And thank your son for waiting for his pizza. We really appreciate all that you you shared with us tonight. You are so welcome. Bless you. And and I I can't wait to hear more about, um, you know, how to get on the road because I'm ready. But do I need to get like a, a camper though, right? That's the thing that bothers me is having to drive. But okay, anyway, I'll figure it out. Um, oh, we got, we've got all the answers. We've got, got all the answers, the answers. <laughs> Oh, my God, I cannot wait to hear. This is You don't even know how timely this is, ladies, so thank you. <laughs> well, wonderful. I will definitely be sending you a copy of the book right to your inbox tonight when I'm done with the show. So thanks again. You're welcome. Take care, ladies. Thank you, Patrice. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, I just want to reiterate, Mary Beth, that that book that we got, um, it is so universally wonderful. You know, I, I really thought I was looking for a book on bereavement, but um, but wanted a book that just just really illustrated, literally, um, that eternal bond with, with one another that we have. And when Patrice was talking tonight, one verse just kept going on and on in my head over and over again, and it's First uh, Corinthians 13.13. 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. I just was, that was just resonating in my head the whole time Patrice was talking. How about you? Yes, that's funny. That I I didn't know what the scripture, you know, where it was from, but I also thought of that one. Um, I don't know. It just it was timely for me. This book, when you told me that she was coming on, I, um, you know, of course, my kiddos. We lost my grandmother, as you guys know. If you've listened to our show for forever, then you know we. Um, she was a very important person in our lives, and and when she passed away, my kiddos still talk about that. So that was kind of the reason that I, um sat down with them and we reviewed this book, you know, before the show. And then I quickly realized that it was so universal that they picked up on some things that were really going on in our life that had nothing to do with the loss of a loved one as far as a death. And um, like I said, that, that thing with uh, him bringing that piece of string and leaving it on my desk this week, I will, that'll be one of those top mom moments. I'll have to say that I will remember for a very, very long time. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. I love it. Um, let me think. What else is going on? So uh, we have a limited number of um, of spots left for the upcoming Colonial Times rallies this September in New York, upstate New York. I, I think we're down to less than eight spots. I, I haven't done any accounting over the weekend, so I'm not quite sure. But I know we're definitely less than ten. So if that's something that you want to come to, then it's time to get your spot. There's, there's only eight spots, and when they're gone, they're really gone. Um, Gail uh, who, and Eddie Bennett, who own the campground, literally only have the spots that we have. We have taken over their entire campground for the weekend, and um, we can't make more spots. So uh, please, if you're uh, trying to, if you are thinking about coming and joining us for that event, then this is the week to get your spot. The other event that we're super excited about is the Road School Moms Cruise taking off out of Cape Canaveral this October. Um, we have plenty of spots open for that, so if that's something you're interested in, then you can um, go on roadschoolmoms.com, and there's a link right there to reserve your spot. If you want more information, you can just reach out to me or Mary Beth, and we'll put you in touch with Road School Mom Michelle Harkins, who um, had her final garage sale this week, and she's getting ready to launch her family on their great big adventure within the next two weeks. So congratulations to her and our prayers and our thoughts go with her and her family at this great big time of transition for her 
Um, but uh, she's got all the information about the cruise. It's uh, her cruise that she's running, and uh, we'd be happy to fill you in on that. What about you, Mary Beth? What do you want to talk about? Oh, well, I want to give a shout-out to our um, to our radio network. Um, as you know, our Road School Moms is um, hosted here on the Ultimate Radio Show Network. If you haven't had a chance to uh, first, I want to give a big shout-out. Did you see, KT, that um, there was over 9,000 um, podcast downloads on our network this week? That's a great milestone. So I want to say congratulations to Felice. I had the opportunity to meet with Felice Gerwitz this week and talk to her about our Road School Moms radio show and what was coming up with us at the FPEA that Kimberly and I talked earlier in the show about, as she will be an exhibitor at that um, homeschool convention as well. Um, and so if you haven't checked out the other awesome podcasts that are available over at the Ultimate Radio Show, you should do that. Kimberly and I, um, you know, some of our favorites, we've talked with the hosts of um, Homeschooling in Real Life, um, Fletcher's, or uh, Fletch and uh, Melanie. I'm sorry, not Melanie. What's wrong with me? Help me out. Kendra. Kendra. Fletch and Kendra. Um, I got my podcast mixed up. But also um, <laughs> Raising Real Men, which is Hal and Melanie, one of our other favorites. There's, oh, there's 15 right now um, podcasts available over at the Ultimate Radio Show. So it's a great place to go for resources. I don't know if you've had a chance, KT, but um, she has a couple of new ones that are on there, the Homes uh, the Homeschool High School podcast is something new on there. There's one, Homeschool Sanity, so there's a great bunch of, of others. Besides our library at the Road School Moms, that's um, well available. And speaking of podcasts, um, if you are listening to us from a podcast tonight, remember that uh, KT and I love uh, reviews. Now, of course, we love four to five stars, uh, four or five stars on those reviews, but we really do want your honest opinion. So please leave us your review, and if it is less than those four or five stars, just go ahead and send us an email to Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com or info at RoadTripTeacher.com and let us know how we can improve and better serve your road school mom's needs because that is exactly what we're here for. Um, once you have left that review, please send me an email over to Road Trip Teacher that you've done that, and I'll be glad to send you the digital product of your choice from our learning shop over at RoadTripTeacher.com. Yeah, you know, those reviews, although they're wonderful to get and um, they make Mary Beth and I smile, the, the, what the reviews really help with is um, broadening our reach with the show. And the purpose of this show is to reach people who feel like they're all alone, right? And so when someone feels right. like they're all alone, they might not be going and looking for things. They might not have the hope to go and look for this show out there. They, they might be feeling very hopeless. Uh, I know there was a time in my road school where, I, you know, it was me and Chris, and that was it. And when we got on each other's nerves, there was no one. And I would not have thought to go and look for a podcast that could encourage me or um, or really anything. I was just, um, you know, in a funk. But the reviews, what the reviews do is they really help us get the word out that the show exists and that we are here to reach out to women um, and men, you know, we're all-inclusive, um, but we talk about things that, you know, chicks like to talk about. So what, you know, whatever, <laughs> everybody wants to listen. We're happy to have anybody listen. Um, but, uh, that we're here to encourage one another, that we're here to say, Hey, none of us has got this down. We are all figuring this out as we go along, literally, whether it's moving our trailer or, or dealing with our kids or, uh, you know, handling screen time with our kids or just the, the millions of different logistical issues that we deal with every week and we just want to encourage everyone out there who has taken this ginormous leap of faith to live an intentional life 
whether that be in a camper or not, who has bucked tradition and bucked the dream, the, the American dream that we think we're supposed to have and stood up on their own two feet and said, no, this is, this is my life. This is what I'm going to do with it. Or who's, you know, has had God put this impossible dream on their hearts and they don't know the first step in moving forward. That's what this broadcast is for every Sunday night. And I know I speak for myself and Mary Beth when I say that both Mary Beth and I get filled up just from doing it. And um, in seeing the emails that we get from, from listeners that say, you know, thank you. I was, I was thinking that I was all alone. I was thinking that I was screwing up my kids. And, and you, you said you were, thought you were screwing up your kids too. And I thought that was so wonderful to hear that real message that those are the things that this is why we do this every Sunday night. So um, whether you leave a review or not, that's awesome. If you want to just use your opportunity to to put our roadschoolmoms.com URL on your Facebook page or maybe on your Instagram or tweet it on your social media, whatever, just do what you need to do to um, help encourage other people who might be feeling alone and disenfranchised from the world to let them know that there's a place for them and that there's a place that, that will encourage and honor their very, very challenging, courageous choice that they have made. Very, very well said. Well, can you believe that we are in the last week of April as far as our Road School Moms radio show? Next Sunday night, we're going to be coming to you from, guess what, May the 1st. May the 1st. Can oh you believe God. that? No. Yeah, so next next. Sunday, same time, same place, from wherever in the world you are, right here on the Ultimate Radio Show Network, we are going to be talking the, all about summer road school rules. So Kimberly and I are going to reveal all of the rules, ha, 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 that we have um, about summer road school. We're going to reveal to you our plans and what we're doing and some of the some things that we're going to be taking advantage of. We hope that you might be able to meet up with us, too. Um, so you'll definitely want to join us for that. The week after is our May 8th, our Mother's Day special. We are going to explore that week the curious case of adult mother and daughter relationships with Dr. Linda Mintel, the author of I Love My Mother But. I know Kimberly and I are both both uh, excited to do that show. It's going to be a great one, so you won't want to miss it. Later on in May, we're going to do a, call, a, a show about college, yay or nay. Um, and we've got some others. Um, I think we've got a middle school. Oh, yes, we do. We've got a show right on the middle school years. Um, we're actually mm -hmm. going to be interviewing our radio show owner of the network. She's going to um, bring with her that, that evening some science curriculums that she has written and some other wonderful resources that she's going to be giving away, I believe, um, that will help you with your middle school um, homeschool. And then the last week of May, we will be broadcasting live from the FPEA, Florida Homeschool Convention. So we have a very, very busy month coming up. We do. I'm really excited about this month. I love um, – I love all the shows that we're doing. I'm, I'm really excited about the Mother's Day show. We um, scheduled Dr. Mintel months ago, so I, I just really am encouraged about the um, just the ideas that she's going to share and hopefully some of the um, changes in perspective that she's going to be able to share with us because it's, it's no secret that mother and daughter, adult mother and daughter relationships can be hard at times. You know, when you are a mother and you're looking through that lens at your own mother, it can be challenging. So I'm really excited um, to just delve into why, why the challenge is this and what we as mothers and daughters can do about it to make sure that we have the most fruitful 
the most rewarding, the most engaging relationships with our mothers that we can have. Um, and then, like you said, yeah, your nay on college. I'm really excited about that. That's Jay Forte. He's coming back. If you listen to uh, Getting Your Kids Ready for Life, the show Mary Beth and I did with him last time, uh, you'll have taken away great nuggets of information from that show. If you haven't heard it, then please catch the replay either at our um, Ultimate Radio Show dot com website or on iTunes. That's a great show. And I'm really excited because Jay actually is a college advisor to many students who get to college and have no idea what they're doing there. And you know we are a show about intentional living and intentional living is universal to any age. I think that that even children should be taught to make intentional choices and it's the kind of um, skill set that they should learn to hone over and over again to make these choices for what to do with their time. Um, and uh, so I'm really excited to talk to him about that and see some of um, what he's seeing from the latest college entrance. Yes, I can't wait for that either. Um college. Gosh, you know, a long time ago, even when we first started this, I can remember what I was the most stressed about was, you know, how I was going to homeschool for middle school. And now I'm moving into the whole, oh my goodness, I've got an actual high schooler next year um, on the book. So whew, thinking about college makes my stomach hurt just a little bit. I'll have to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I I get it. I, I don't envy your position, even though I'm only two years behind you. It's going to go in the blink of an eye. Uh, we've been doing yeah. this show for two years, so it's uh, it's coming. It really does come quickly. Although I have to say, um, you know, it's uh, I I you know how I am. I um, I don't move very gracefully from one season to another as far as change. Um, so for <laughs> me, it's not that I've been fighting the homeschool, the high school thing. I just really haven't wanted to think about it much. But I'll have to tell you that um, my oldest, he's he's excited about you know, the changes that his curriculum is going to see in high school. And um, he's exploring some opportunities that I had never thought, I had never even really thought of. Um, I don't know. I'm just really proud of him. It makes me know that I've, you know, I've instilled some kind of, you know, helped him with his, you know, to steer his independence because he's, like I said, he's kind of going down a couple of roads that I had not really even thought of. And um, you know, he's excited about some of the different things that he can take that are outside of his core curriculum. So we're looking forward to it. And um, I'm looking forward to bringing that to Road School Moms, you know, that there's, you know, that different perspective because you and I haven't reached that yet. So I'm sure we'll have all kinds of front row uh, research and development advice um, as the next uh, six to eight months unfolds, I'm quite sure. Well, we'll be looking forward to that and following you along on that journey. Uh, I want to include in this show this tiny little nugget that really um, uh, doesn't really deal with loss all that well, but I'm afraid that if I don't talk about it now that I'll forget for next week or never find exactly the right time to talk about it. So I just want to talk about this tiny little gift. Um, I posted it on Road School Moms. It's this tiny little gift that my friend Clementine, who um, Mary Beth knows very, very well, she's been to a lot of rallies, gave me, um, and I believe she's given you the same gift um, yep. on more than one occasion. And it is, you know, when you're um, a road school mom, you have the opportunity to spend copious amounts of time with one another and to be real. And one of the things that will inevitably happen during your time with another road school mom is that your kid will have a full-on tantrum. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the, the circumstances. Your kid will really go absolutely bananas 
at some time. And, you know, in my old um, lifestyle, uh, that would have been, oh, my gosh, I would have been so incredibly embarrassed and probably done a lot of the wrong things to try to mitigate those circumstances. And in this lifestyle, I feel very comfortable. I know that, um, that there is a complete lack of judgment in our community, which is such a gift to us from the get-go. But during one of those occasions, when I was feeling at my lowest, wondering why my child thought it was acceptable to behave the way that they were doing and what, what, oh my goodness, you know, even though you know there's no judgment, you're still saying to yourself, I know they must think I'm a terrible mom, blah, 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 because it's just where your brain goes when you're so anxious about the situation. And she just looked me dead in the eye and said, you're a great mom, just like that. And I want to tell you, if there's anything that will give you courage, give you encouragement, uh, let you know that you are loved, that your child's going to behave like a child at times, and it's okay. It's those four little words. You're a great mom. And I have had the opportunity to pass that tiny little gift along to many, many moms, and I've always taken that opportunity. Sometimes it actually probably feels uncomfortable because at that particular moment you feel like an awful mom and you don't want to believe those words. But just hearing those words, you're a great mom, uh, especially when you're having troubles, just means the world to me. And so today I was struggling in the car. Um, DJ's not been himself, and he was fighting with – he sits in the middle of the back seat. He was fighting with both kids on either side of me, him, and I was, you know, getting ready to lose it. And Dominic, who has seen this modeled – and you always talk about that, modeling good behavior, Mary Beth – who has seen this modeled a million times, looked at me and said, you're a great mom. <laughs> and I just – I just thought back to Clementine and that gift that she gave me when she said those four words and, and the ripple effect that it has had in my life and the life of the moms that we have been able to share this with. So this one week, I want to challenge you in um, honor of Clementine and the, the four-letter or the four-world gift that she give you. Take an opportunity, and it doesn't have to be a tantrum. You don't have to have, you know, you don't have to wait for the mom next to you to be really having a struggle. Just take an opportunity to tell some mom somewhere that they're a great mom and uh, just practice that because that that's just one of the best things that's ever happened to me on the road, quite honestly. It does, and I'll have to say, you know, Clementine, she is a wonderful inspiration for things like that. She is really kind of the queen of the little things that mean so much. Um, and I know you sent me a text. Uh, I think I probably talked about it a couple of weeks ago when we had our um, – our show about encouraging, you know, road school moms across the miles. But for me, I mean, you remember the day I'm talking about. You, We hadn't talked for three or four days, and you popped me a text that said exactly those words, you're a great mom. And I literally needed that. You have no idea that day how much I needed that. So, you know, I think it's important, like you said, um, you know, moms you don't know, moms you do know, you know, your road school moms, friends that are, you know, maybe hundreds of miles away, it's a great way to uh, pay it forward as far as our road school moms community. Absolutely, I love that you just about? yeah, I love yep. that you just brought that up because I when I when I posted that thing about Clementine that I just said I included a graphic so if you all want to just grab that graphic and text it to someone that's also another way you could do it but definitely yep. get that done this week and I would love 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 to hear your stories of telling other moms they're a great mom and you don't have to name names you don't have to name situations just go ahead and chime in and say you know I said those four little words today I'd love to see that I'd love to see people pay that forward and that's all I have. 
All right. Well, we have so enjoyed having you uh, tonight on our Road School Mom Show. May you be a blessing and a light for your family, your neighbors, and all the people you meet this week. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened so that you may know the hope of God's calling, so that you may know the riches of the glory of his inheritance, and so that you may know the exceeding greatness of his power toward you as you believe, according to the working of his mighty power. We hope, we hope you have an awe-inspiring, amazing week. KT and I hope you'll come back and join us next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday night, same time, same place, every single week from wherever in the world you are, right here on the Ultimate Radio Network. And it's, we are all about encouraging our other Road School moms. So join us this week on Facebook. Come back here next Sunday night in our chat window from across the miles. And until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.